You know, uh, after we have read all three series of the vital groups, I believe some of us are still reading the fellowship concerning the urgent need, but we read this before in the church, in the training and practice of the vital group. And in this last time, when we go through the book Vital Group, you know, after we completed that reading, the brothers fellowship, that maybe we should have some fellowship so that we would actually remember what we have read. And hopefully by the Holy Spirit recalling all this thing to us, we would be able to dive into the burden the brotherly had. You know, during his last year, last year here in, in Anaheim, he came to a series of messages that was spoken in the uh, FTTA. And of course, when he speaks, it's open to the whole church. And I could still remember when he started this fellowship, he started by saying that he was so thankful to the Lord that the Lord has restored this kind of fellowship concerning the vital groups to the church. And uh, we were fellowshipping with some other co-workers and they said that this book on the vital groups is probably the uh, conclusion of all the speaking of Brother Lee, especially since 1984. When he went to Taiwan, even at an old age, risking his life to speak on the God-ordained way. And uh, he continued to speak on the God-ordained way until he went to be with the Lord. I hope it is good for us to understand all this speaking of the high peak of the divine revelation, all this speaking on the... Uh, you know, the full ministries of Christ. All these things is to lead us into a proper blending so that a group of people would be so vitalized to carry out what the Lord has in his heart. So as the brothers suggested that I give some concluding word for this book, I was really very much before the Lord wondering what to say. Brody has said so much, you know, but for me to be able to speak in the short time that we have, you know, I, I really went to the Lord and prayed much that the Lord would actually speak something that could change our life. Brody has spoken this some 20 years ago. How is our church life today? How is our personal life? You know, how do we carry out our life? Are we truly in the God-ordained way? Are we truly vitalized? And uh, it is good for us to also know, why did Brother Lee spoke about the vital groups? And he spoke this three times, three trainings, 
or with multiple, multiple messages. He must have a reason. He must have a burden to speak such messages to us. Hopefully, even at the time close to his departure on earth, something would be infused into us, you know, so that the Lord's economy, God's economy could go on so that we could be the people that will bring back the Lord. And the only way that we could be such people is if we are all vitalized. You know, so for this evening, I was thinking maybe I should cover this time with a title such as this, Forming and Practicing Vital Groups to Carry Out the Four Steps of the God-ordained way, forming and practicing vital groups to carry out the four steps of the God-ordained way. Our intention, I hope we all have this intention, in forming the new group is to have, listen carefully, is to have a groups, a group of, to have groups of overcomers. You know, this vital group is the overcomer that the Lord is looking for. This is the reason that the groups that we are forming should be called, in reality, a vital group. It's full of vitality. It's full of the life of the Lord. Yes, probably many of us are in groups already. And we surely honor all this group. But there is still a need of some vital groups, groups that are vitalized, so that we can rise up to fulfill the purpose of the groups, to fulfill the purpose of the groups, and to discharge the burden that the Lord has given us. You know, we need to come to a proper purpose. I hope by now we see our group is not just for our enjoyment to meet our need. Our group must be group that will meet the need of our God. Okay, so I believe the reason that we set up groups like this is so that we can all come up to a standard so that we can come up to a normal level of these groups, as revealed in the Bible. Having a proper purpose, oh, the real nature of what the group should be, and the condition of a vital group. So when we talk about the purpose, the purpose of the vital group is the increase you know, sometimes I think, even in my group, we forgot that this is the purpose. It's for the increase of the body of Christ. This is how we build up the body of Christ, so that our Lord could be manifested, could be magnified for his own return. The purpose of the vital group is the increase, the perfecting and the building up of the body of Christ. The vital groups 
are to gain the increase, finish the perfecting, and complete the building. Don't you think this is marvelous? That today this kind of burden could be given to us. And also when we meet the Lord, we cannot say that we don't know. Because this has been spoken over and over again. That we need vital growth. So that we can be one with the Lord to gain his increase. Or to be able to perfect one another for the building up of the body of Christ. So that we can actually bring the Lord back. We want to complete this building. Okay, when we talk about the nature of the vital group, or even before we talk about that, I suppose we could remember, since we just read this book on the vital group, Raleigh talks about the purpose of the vital group is to live the kingdom life. The purpose of the vital group is so that we can live the proper church life. This is how we gain the increase, finish the perfect, and complete the building. I hope that every day of our life, we will be living this kingdom life. That means our life would be under the ruling, the reigning of our Lord. And that we will have such a proper church life, pursuing all these things that the Bible has tell us so. Oh, I just pray that the Lord would do this. Okay. So now we come to the nature of the vital group. We all know that the nature of the vital group is spiritual. And when we talk about spiritual, we are saying that our vital group should be filled with the Holy Spirit, within and without, within and without. Like in Acts 13, 52 say, and the disciples will fill with joy and with the Holy Spirit. And in Acts 4, 31, it says, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness. You know, we may think to speak the word of God is not easy. You know, but if we are filled with the Holy Spirit, you know, just like those disciples, we will speak the word with boldness. So we need to be touched so much that the nature of our vital group is not for us to do something on our own, but to be able to open our entire being to the Lord, that he can fill us with the Holy Spirit. And we also talk about the condition of the vital group. And the condition of the vital group must be full of love. It is loving one another in oneness and with one accord. Oh, we need to love one another. Meeting together in mutual love. Meeting together in mutual love. You know, John, the book of life, talks also so much about love. Because he knows that our condition must be full of love. If we are not full of love, we cannot be vitalized for the work of the Lord. 
Sorry. Okay, and then let me go on. To be vital. What do we mean by to be vital? The be vitals, I suppose, many of us remember, means to be living and active. Being living and active. Okay. Informing the vital group. The first thing that we need is to be vital. It is possible to be vitalized only if you yourself are praised by the Lord to pursue him desperately in this matter. Oh, we all need to pursue him desperately in this matter so that we can be vitalized. You know, we should not say, okay, we now know about the vital group. You know, to be in the reality of the vital group, we first need to be vitalized. And by us being vitalized, we can vitalize others. You know, for us to be vitalized, we have to look to the Lord's, look to the Lord's mercy and grace. Again, I say desperately to get ourselves vitalized and to help others be vitalized. Oh, this is what we mean by forming a vital group. We ourselves get vitalized and we vitalize others. You know, we heard all this. This has been spoken repeatedly by Brother Lee. But, you know, it is good for us to come back, you know, to our group and see, can we actually call our group vital group? I still remember when Brother Lee was asking some of us, how is our group? We would tell him, oh, our vital group is this and that. But he would always correct us. He would always correct us by saying, your group. That means in his understanding, we may have a group, but our group may not be vitalized. It may not be the reality of the vital group. A vital group can come into being only by a saint. And don't look for other saints. Look for yourself. It can come into being by you, by me, who is desperate and absolute for the increase of the Lord's recovery. We must take the lead to be made vital. That means to be made living and active. We can be made vital to the absolute, clear, and thorough. This is number one, fellowship with the Lord continuously. We need to fellowship with the Lord continuously. Or we can also be made vital through thorough confession of sins, transgression, failures, defect, mistakes, wrongdoing, etc., or hidden or manifested before God and before men. Before God and before men. You know, I could testify to you that so many times when some of us come to pray with Brother Lee, this is one of the first things he would pray. He confessed to the Lord. Oh, he confessed to the Lord. You know, all these things. 
you know, he confessed. You know, so, you know, sometimes I thought, you know, do we really need to go through this process again? But I suppose when Raleigh talk about this, he's not just saying something as a theory. It is really something that he practiced all the time. That's why he can speak for God, speak God so much, because he wants to make himself you know, in such a good relationship with the Lord, then the Lord would be able to bless him with his life. We can also be made vital through the absolute and thorough consecration of ourselves with everything to the Lord. Consecrate ourselves to the Lord. That means we give ourselves totally on the altar and allow the Lord to be the head, allow the Lord to be the reigning one. <clears throat> and now uh, we can also be made vital through the unceasing and desperate prayer. The unceasing and desperate prayer. We can be made vital through soaking of the infilling and outpouring of the Spirit. Now, this five point is what Broly shared as to how we can be vitalized. First, we need to fellowship with the Lord continuously. Then we need to confess all our wrongdoing before God, before men. And then we need to have, uh, we need to have absolute and thorough consecration. And we need to have this unceasing and desperate prayer. Finally, we need to soak ourselves in the infilling and the outpouring of the Spirit. So, after we become vital, we should contact another seeking saint. We should contact another seeking saint. We should contact the ones whom we feel can be made vital, and whom can bring, uh, who can be, uh, who can bring into our vital group. We should contact the meeting members who are not yet vital. We need to pray and choose someone whom we can contact. You know, our being vitalized is for a reason, so that we can vitalize others. To vitalize others requires that we contact others. You know, before we contact others, we need to pray much to the Lord that he would give us the leading to contact those ones that the Lord wants to contact so that we can bring them into the group to make the group a vital group. And then we need also to fellowship. Oh, fellowship, fellowship is very important. Fellowship with the person whom we contact according to the above procedure of how we become vitalized. You know, like it's how to fellowship, how to confess, how to consecrate, how to oh, pray unceasingly and desperately, and how to be filled with the infilling and outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Oh, we just need to bring others into such practice so that they will be vitalized. We will continuously be vitalized. And she said we need to make the person vital, invite him and her to join with us as a group. We need a group of vitalized people. 
So both of us, the one you and the one you contact, should continue to contact other seeking saints and make them vital to join with us and to increase our group. After the number in our group reaches about 10, we should divide it into two groups and should instruct each of the two groups to do the same thing as we have done with them. I suppose, you know, we remember these things that the Lord has shown us. But it's good to ask ourselves, is this the kind of group that we have? Are we doing this kind of thing? Or are we just satisfied with the routine of meeting one another, mainly for our own enjoyment? You know, I I just hope that the Lord will really speak to us. He needs to speak to us in such a way that we recognize how we need to be vitalized so that the Lord would have his way on earth. Okay, as we come together, we need to practice these few things. Fellowshipping, interceding, mutual care, and shepherding with our group members. These few things, fellowshipping, interceding, mutual care, and shepherding with our group members with our vital companions. We have to take care of fellowship, intercession, mutual care, and fellowship. All these things could be done in a very, very spontaneous way. First, we must take care of the proper fellowship by the mutual fellowship. We can know one another's situation and consider one another. You know, when we talk about fellowship here first, I just want to, you know, to to let us all remember, when we have a group meeting, it is not the same as the big district meeting. In such a group meeting, you know, the first thing we do is to fellowship with one another. You know, we want to fellowship with one another so that we would know what is their situation? What is oh, what is happening to our fellow group members? Okay, this is very needed so that we can actually pray for one another. This kind of interceding prayer is not theoretical. It's a very practical kind of praying. Because you are praying according to the condition of the saints that is in your group. Okay, so if you have such fellowship, spontaneously, you will be led into a proper kind of prayer for one another. And this prayer for one another will bring us into a mutual care for one another. This mutual care will lead us to shepherd one another. And shepherding will lead us to render the practical help to one another. You know, this is what the group is doing today. I hope that we are all enjoying such kind of group meeting. A group meeting that is full of life. 
full of fellowship, full of interceding for one another, full of mutual care, and full of helping one another so that we can all go on with the Lord. Okay. And then, as we all remember, Brawley, in his last seven years, brought in this matter of blending. Fellowship is the basis for blending in the vital groups. Fellowship. You know, so when we come together, oh, don't keep yourself to yourself. You need to be willing to open up yourself to fellowship. Because fellowship is the basis for blending especially in the vital groups. So we must practice intimate and thorough fellowship. This will lay the foundation for blending. We also need to be blended with much and thorough prayer with, listen, with the release of our spirit, with the release of our spirit. Our prayer must come out of a burden What the vital group should have a burden to pray is this. Lord, the church needs the proper increase. Lord, we ask you when the season comes to give each one of us two people who are remaining fruit. Otherwise, we cannot go on. I believe quite a few months ago at the start of last year, We all talk about that we need to set a goal, you know, to have remaining fruit. But to have such remaining fruit, we must pray. We must pray continuously. We must pray unceasingly. We must pray desperately. Such prayer. Pray to the Lord that the church needs increase, proper increase. You know, if we really pray in such a desperate way, I believe, I truly believe, that the Lord will grant us such such increase. Don't you think that could happen? I really believe the Lord could do it. You know, probably some of us has experienced this by praying so desperate before the Lord. You know, out of difficult situation, people were gained by the Lord. So so our prayer is so very important. We need to pray much. We need to pray thoroughly for all these four steps of the God-ordained way. I hope we all know what the four steps of the God-ordained way is. And by what Raleigh spoke about concerning the vital group, he is telling us that the way to carry out the vital group is the, you know, the, the, the way to carry out the fourth step of the God or that way is through the vital group. Okay, so if I would just go through a quick summary of what the four steps are, the God or that way revealed in the scripture is of four steps, beginning, feeding, perfecting, and building. The first step is beginning, begetting, that is to produce new believers. The second step is feeding, 
to feed the new beginners so that they may grow. And this third step is perfecting. The perfecting is carried out not by one teacher, but through the mutual teaching in the groups. And the fourth step is building. The perfecting of the believers make them qualify to prophesy, to speak for the Lord, for the building up of the church. You know, so when Brawley talked about these four steps, the goal is to build up the church. The goal is to build up the church. When we talk about building up the church, we are actually talking about preparing the bride, preparing the bride for his return. Our vital group have not yet reached the standard of making everyone function according to the God-ordained way with its four steps. I hope we recognize that. And I hope by recognizing that, we would pray very much to the Lord that he would let us, he would lead us into such a vital group experience that everyone would function. You know, if we talk about members of the body of Christ, not one member is exempted from functioning. If one of your members in your body is not functioning, that is a big problem. You know, so we need the Lord to be so merciful to us so that we can rise up and vitalize one another for the building up of the body of Christ. Okay, so how do we do this? Each week, we need to have a group meeting. Oh, I hope we all have group meetings. Each week, we need to have a group meeting. And in our group meeting, we need to pray for our work of contacting people, of our work for contacting people. Then we should fellowship about the situation of our contact so that we can study their cases fellowship about them, and receive the mutual help, then after our study, we should pray again. We should not pray and study by ourselves, but should study with our group as a unit. If we would pray, the Lord would lead us first to study all the acquaintances of each group member. We should make a list. I think we all know this, but I hope we are practicing this. We should make a list of people we know who need to be saved. Who need to be saved. And then we should pray, Lord, who are the best two or three right now for me to work on? When we read this list prayerfully, we will have some inner registration of the two or three whom we should labor on. We need to consider all our acquaintances and we need the the proper discernment in our consideration of whom we should labor on. We should spend our time to labor on those whom we consider to be promising and should not waste our time on others who are not open. Now, these are all spoken by Brother Lee. I'm just simply reading what he has spoken. 
so that we can all remember that we need to work with such discernment. And our discernment comes from our prayer. If we ourselves will pray desperately and we would pray with our group, the Lord would lead us to the two or three that is needed for us to contact today. Okay. Then after this, you know, probably suggested strongly that we need to have a second weekly time with our group for the purpose of contacting people. You know, that means we need to set a time for us to go out. When we go to contact the senior, we should not go by ourselves, but as a team. We should exercise to always have two or three new ones under our care. We should use the telephone, make appointments to talk with people about Christ. Or we can visit them by appointment continuously. You know, even the Lord make appointment like this. When we enter into Jericho, he saw Zacchaeus and he said, today I want to go to your home. I want to stay in your house. And then we can invite them also to dinner oh, regularly. You know, not once in the blue moon, but regularly invite people to come and have a meal with you. Of course, we are talking about during normal, ordinary time, you know. Okay, we can also write them. Maybe this is more practical today in our situation. We email them. We write them concerning the salvation periodically. And we could also mail people gospel tracts or spiritual booklet all the time. You know, this is just some summary of what we have read. But I hope by having such a summary, we would be, oh, we would be touched by the Lord. What the Lord has shown us is a complete way for us to be vitalized for the building up of the body of Christ. You know, I just pray and hope that now is the time, today is the time that the whole church in Anaheim could be raised up. You know, Brother has spent so much time with us. I believe since 89, he hardly traveled. He just come back to Anaheim and stay in Anaheim. And he spoke so much. Even, you know, I have never seen him having such an active role in fellowshipping with those, those nine vital group that he had set up, you know, in the early 90s. He is really desperate. And I hope we too will be desperate. Time is short, as we all know. But how do we go Oh, we need one another. Brothers and sisters, we need one another. Oh, to keep us in a group full of vitality, living and active, so that together we will be able to answer the call of the Lord, to make us the overcomer, the Zion in Jerusalem. This is what the Lord is calling. And I hope that we will all recognize this. 
You know, when Raleigh talk about vital group being the Zion in Jerusalem, I hope such speaking would penetrate our being to give us such a such a burden to really pursue to be the Zion in Jerusalem, where the temple can be built up for the return of our Lord. Okay, I will stop here. But I just hope that uh, maybe at this time, some of us, one by one, could offer some prayer. We need much and thorough prayer. So if I may suggest some of us would just unmute yourself and pray so that we can all hear your prayer. You know, we need much prayer. We need to pray for the church in Anaheim. We need to pray for ourselves.